Good morning, and we welcome to the program Diane Lackey, president at Oldenburg Academy. Good morning to you, Diane. Good morning, Tom and listeners. It's good to be here. And, of course, uh, the big news uh, broke late last week that uh, you're retiring at the end of calendar year 2022 as president of Oldenburg Academy. And, uh, uh, Diane, could you uh, give us a little bit of uh, your background as far as uh, uh, what led you to this point as far as uh, your professional career? Sure, sure. Happy to. Um, yes, yes. I, I am, um, you know, I am honored and delighted that I have been able to dedicate really all of my professional career, and that, yes, totals 43 years, um, to faith-based Catholic secondary education. And I spent the first 30-plus years uh, working in Cincinnati. I'm, you know, that's my home, and uh, actually went to a high school sponsored by the Sisters uh, of Oldenburg, Franciscan. They had had a, a school in Cincinnati called Our Lady of Angels, um, but spent you know my, my professional career up to that point really at Mother of Mercy High School on the west side of Cincinnati. And um, about nine and a half years ago, somebody came calling from this neck of the woods and said we would we would love to have you interview. Um, we have an opening for a new president. And uh, at that point, I had really been in in high school administration. You know, I had been an assistant principal and a principal and. I knew what the role of president was, but um, I was intrigued enough to uh, come on out. And uh, as I say, kind of the rest is history. I really fell in love with the school and this community. Um, and over the last, you know, nine plus years now, to the the opportunity to be able to blend my uh, my professional passion of faith-based uh, secondary education with my love of the Franciscans and Franciscan spirituality, you know, has really been an extraordinary gift and um, beyond what I could have ever imagined. And uh, you mentioned uh, Mother Mercy High School, uh, of course, now Mercy McCauley, mm -hmm. but uh, yes, uh, also a fellow uh, native West Sider. And uh, so, uh, yep, as we say, the West Side, the best side. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Still, still a great community. Although I know the the uh, the building, the the Mercy Building, yep. still exists as a high school, but a public high school now. Correct. Um, and, mm -hmm. uh, Mercy Macaulay is a new entity. Yep. And uh, but uh, uh, be that as it may, uh, Diane, uh, can you uh, kind of tell us uh, as far as? Um, uh, look like uh, you had uh, quite a few things that uh, you uh, greatly enhanced uh, educational offerings in and out of the classroom while uh, president at OA. Yes, yes, and that's why I feel like you know, looking back on it, I, I, I hope it's uh, not not too bold to say that the selection committee uh, had made a great decision because I felt like I was able to bring my experience as a classroom teacher and as a high school administrator um, to really what the needs were of the academy, you know, ten years ago, um, which uh, I think was to really move us. To, to be a fully integrated, resourced, co-educational college prep school. Um, for those of you in the area, you might recall, um, the first about 150 years of the academy's life it was an all-girls school and a boarding school for much of that time. And in 2000, the school became co-ed and, you know, lots of transition over that first decade. But um, we still needed to really make that next step to have all of the, all of the courses, um, all of the facilities, what we needed to be a really vibrant co-educational high school, and especially to continue to 
be resourced for what it means to be a college preparatory school um, in this day and age. Um, that's been an evolving concept as well, because as we know, um, that there there is a skill set, there is a focus, um, and uh, uh, an intentionality about about what it means to go on to college. But sometimes that doesn't even uh, be a four year college anymore. So um, it's been that's been an exciting part of the journey um, for me, and to feel like that's those are some of the highlights to uh, to, to now when I, I look around and I see the expanded dual credit and the internship program and our STEM labs and opportunities there, not to mention the, the facilities, the new felt house. And we've really done a lot of upgrading with the, uh, the on-campus fields of that. Of course, Holy Family, the local parish um, really helps. We, we work on with them, but now we're having soccer there and we'll have softball there and things that uh, really help it feel complete. And, and uh, I think those are, have really been some of the highlights um, for me. Yeah, and, uh, of course, you mentioned a lot of the opportunities for uh, students and, uh, you know, making sure that they, uh, you know, can uh, uh, go on to college and uh, go on a career uh, well-prepared. And also, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. you know, used your, uh, look like, sound like you used your uh, background as a teacher and also an administrator to uh, kind of help champion your, uh, your staff and help them with uh, personal and professional development. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, uh, I I think that the heart and soul of every great school um, is your faculty and staff. You know, they are they are as I tell New York, you guys are the secret sauce here every day that um, create the culture um, that really helps to support and challenge our students here. And uh, you know, there there are some typical extrinsic rewards that come with that, but I think what's most important is that they feel. Um, supported and nurtured and that they have the resources um, and the capacity um, to, to, to do their very best in the classroom and, and, and outside. And, you know, when we ask our students what, what matters the most to them, you know, almost without fail, they all will say, it's the relationships with, the te- with my teachers, how they care about me, how they don't let, you know, they, everybody knows everybody's name and uh, really supports each other. Um, I will say personally, especially when I was a high school science teacher, um, the opportunity to do professional development um, was just life-changing for me. And uh, so I've, I've wanted to really work hard to make sure that our teachers have those resources available to them as well. And in fact, that's been some recent initiatives that we've been working on. We're almost at a, we had a $100,000 this year to raise some extra funds to support those kind of programs for teachers. And we're getting close. We're not quite there yet. But uh, I think these are just some of the examples of things that um, I know are really impacting and beneficial um, for our faculty and our staff. Yeah, and you mentioned the uh, over um, $1 million in grants, uh, you know, in growing the endowment mm-hmm. fund and, uh, you know, more than doubling and also scholarships and uh, for current and incoming students, uh, you know, well over $1 million in grants uh, secured. I mean, that's uh, that's uh, that's quite a feather in your cap, Diane. Uh, well, thank you. And certainly all of these things, you know, it's not just me. It's a team effort. For every one of these accomplishments um, that, that that were listed, but um, you know, a lot of people will say, "Well, what does a president do?" Like my school didn't have a president or doesn't have a president, and uh, it is kind of a unique role. Um, and every school that has a president and every president fulfills it somewhat differently. But um, the you know what, what you might call institutional advancement, which is kind of a big umbrella for fundraising, marketing. 
NPR, um, uh, uh, all of those kind of components that um, really are, are necessary for a non-public school. You know, we really only have two two baskets of of income: uh, tuition and what what money can come in from fundraising um, and advancement work. And so that's um, that's a big part of of my job. Um, I. Uh, I I had written a number of grants when I was at Mercy, and so I felt like that was a skill set that I could leverage here. And so blessed and fortunate in Southeast Indiana to have some of the resources, you know, through the various community foundations, through the Helen Brand Foundations, um, through the state of Indiana, uh, through safety grants, and just a number of different uh, different opportunities. So I was very excited. Um, to find those available and then to, to help leverage them um, in support of our students to um, so to keep tuition as low as possible, but also to provide the resources uh, that are that are necessary. All right, and with that, we're going to go ahead and take a quick timeout, and we'll continue our conversation with Oldenburg Academy President Diane Lackey right after this. Don't adjust your radio. The sound that you hear is your stomach. You're having trouble focusing. You can't recall your last meal. You're trapped in the hunger zone. The solution, Batesville to go. Let To Go deliver a hot, fresh meal to your home or office whenever hunger strikes. To Go delivers the best food from local restaurants. Visit us online at togodelivers.com or call us at 812-727-8800. Batesville to go. Big city convenience, small town taste. And welcome back as we continue our visit with retiring Oldenburg Academy President Diane Lackey. And, of course, uh, we mentioned a lot of the uh, things as far as uh, the in-class and then your role as president as opposed to a principal who's more uh, dealing with the academics. But uh, you have a wider umbrella uh, as a uh, as the head of a uh, faith-based school. But uh, also, uh, you know, we talked about uh, some of the things with the fundraising and so forth, but uh, – also, uh, extending OA's footprint, I mean, securing real estate and then funding and then overseeing mm-hmm. construction of uh, something you alluded to earlier, the Hillenbrand Family Feldhouse. Uh, I mean, the first major construction on campus in uh, you know, well over 50 years. Yes, yes, that is. I was just so delighted with the outcome of that. And I'll say that um, one of the biggest accomplishments was the fact that it was really a collaborative community effort. And uh you know, the academy has been a, a vital part of the Oldenburg community, as I said, for 170 years, certainly with the support and sponsorship of the sisters. But uh, we really, uh, our vision for this for this facility, um, which is really coming into being now, was that it would, would serve our students, but it would also serve the, the larger community. And we're really finding that um, as we begin to move into a different kind of COVID uh, world uh, where we can open our doors a bit more and host more events um, for ourselves, but for other members of the community. Um, I'm very grateful to, to the Helen Red Family Foundations for their support and the support of many, many other uh, alumni uh, and families who, uh, whose, whose donations made the facility possible. But uh, in fact, we just finished the second floor mezzanine weight room um, with some additional donations, and it's a fabulous facility now that uh, is is really life-changing for for all of our, our student-athletes, not just the basketball and the volleyball players. Everybody's in there every day. Um, and, uh, you know, we host events. We just had our our annual dinner auction in there, so it was much more spacious and um, a great parking lot um, right in front. And uh, 
Our alumni association has events in there. Um, some of the local elementary schools that don't have um, as nice an athletic facility will come and play um, in there. And uh, who knows what else uh, the future might hold for that. We know with our neighbors, Green Acres, across the street, as they begin to, to develop that facility, we're in, co- in communication with them about some other collaborating events. So um, it's just been a wonderful addition to the uh, Oldenburg campus, but also um, for the entire village. Yeah, it sounds like it's uh, it is definitely uh, paying dividends that uh, you did get that uh, that built and also uh, you know creating more space and everything, especially uh, you know in in the uh, you know COVID world or post you know what's moving in what seems like the post COVID world uh, for the most part. But uh, mm-hmm. sounds like um, you know you've been able to uh, get some functions in there, not only uh, school related but also uh, as you said uh, community related. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes, again, overall, that was always our vision um, for it. And uh, we're excited that we've been able to to kind of begin steps in that direction and uh, are excited about um, future opportunities as well. And of course, uh, you know, looking ahead, uh, you've uh, you're going to continue to serve as president while the uh, OA Board of Trustees uh, looks for your replacement. And of course, again, this is effective at the end of calendar year 2022, not so much uh, the current school year, but the end of uh, calendar year 2022. And uh, uh, Diane, have you given any thought to uh, what you plan to do uh, once you, uh, as they say, hang it up? <laughs> you know, I really haven't. I, uh, I One of the things I did recently was have the opportunity to, to speak to, to all the sisters um, who live on campus at, at their lunch one day. And it was a little embarrassing for a 65-year-old to say to these sisters, you know, well, I think I'm ready to retire. And of course, you know, they, they continue to serve well beyond that, that benchmark year. But um, I, I, I'm looking forward to just taking some time. Um, whether we want to call it an official sabbatical or not. Um, but uh, I think I know that I, I have the capacity to continue to serve, not in an employment situation anyplace else, but there are some wonderful um, volunteer opportunities um, with other nonprofits and with my church. And uh, just will look forward to, to having the time and, and the opportunity um, to, to, um, to get involved um, that way. But uh, a lot to do between now and then. Um, we've got a great school year here to wrap up and plans for next year um, to launch. And uh, that'll really be my focus for the next six months. And then I'll have a little bit more time to start thinking about, about what the next chapter might be. But uh, no, no big plans to move or do anything like that at the moment. All right. And then, um, and of course, uh, if they uh, they find your replacement uh, between now and uh, December 31st, uh, I take it that you'll uh, more or less uh, help that uh, your successor uh, transition into the role? Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's why um, that while this time, you know, some people might think, well, this doesn't exactly match the school year. But but the, the fortunate thing is my role doesn't have to match the school year. So, um, in fact, we really hope that we could have somebody on board um, into the fall, you know, October-ish so that we could do some of that transition. Um, I know I had the good fortune um, when I was coming on board that Sister Therese Gilman, who was my predecessor, she and I overlapped um, for about two months. And uh, that was very helpful. Um, this isn't this isn't a position where you can say, "Well, I left the files on my desk. Good luck." Um, and, uh, so we're hoping to have a little bit of, of overlap time as well. All right. And then uh, anything else uh, before we let you get uh, back to it, Diane? 
Well, again, I'm, I'm very so I'm so grateful for this opportunity, and to the many members of the community um, who have supported myself personally and continue to support the academy. You know, that's a really rich legacy and heritage um, here, and uh, we're very excited to continue to be a vibrant part of this community, and really throughout all of Southeast Indiana and even the, the west side of Cincinnati. So this has been an incredible honor, um, and uh, I look forward to this kind of the next couple of months here. It's a little bittersweet, though, to start thinking about that, but just very, very blessed and very grateful. Well, Diane Lackey, uh, president of Oldenburg Academy, uh, until uh, you retire at the end of calendar year 2022, we sure appreciate your time this morning, and uh, congratulations on a, a great tenure, and all the best, and hopefully we can uh, get together once again before, uh, we'll say, a D-Day, for or RR Day, for lack of a better term, uh, <laughs> you know, comes down the pike. Wonderful. Absolutely. I would, I would love that. I look forward to it. So, thank you, Tom.